guys, welcome to the Master Passive Income Coaching Sessions. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B and never work that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, again. Now, these are the Master Passive Income Coaching Sessions where I'm going to be teaching you specific topics on top of the normal podcast. I want to just give you as much information so you can be successful in your real estate investing. Okay, now let's jump into today's session and see what we're going to learn about today. Now let's talk about the amazing ways that you make money when you invest in real estate. Now, when I'm talking about investing, I'm not talking about flipping, not talking about wholesaling or tax liens or anything like that. I'm talking about actual investing where you invest in a real estate rental property. Now, what's amazing is that you make money from a rental property in six different ways. No kidding, actually six different ways. And I've even made as much as 500% return on my money in one year. Now, hey guys, my name is Dustin Heiner with Master Passive Income. Super excited you'll be here. Now, I absolutely want you to subscribe to this channel. I wanna keep giving you as much great real estate investing advice and tips and strategies so you can change your life. Now, as we're looking at the way that we make money from a real estate rental property, the first way, the one of the best ways, I put it number one because for me, that's how I feed my family. That's how I was able to quit my J-O-B. You know, J-O-B is just over broke job. Well, I quit my nine to five just over broke job by investing in rental properties because of the passive income that it makes. So the very, very first way that real estate makes you money when you're investing in it is through passive income. Now, passive income is absolutely amazing. And the way you work it out, it's super, super simple. You add up all your expenses. So every single expense that you might have from your taxes, your mortgage, your property manager, your interest, your um, insurance, everything else like vacancy factor, repairs, capital expenses, add all of those up. Add those up, you'll have a number. Whatever the number is, let's just say for round numbers, it's $800 a month. That's including the mortgage and everything. Then you look at how much you can actually rent the property for. If you could rent the property for $1,100, well, $1,100 minus $800, that's a $300 passive income. That's a $300 profit every single month. That's that difference that goes in your pocket every single month. Now that's just with one property. Now let's just round it down. The minimum that I and the students at the Real Estate Wealth Builders here at Master Passive Income, that the membership we have, we don't buy any properties that make us less than $250 or more in passive income. We want $250 or more in passive income. And the reason why is because we want money in our pocket to be able to live on. And imagine if you had one property making you $250 or more in passive income in one year, that is $3,000 more in your pocket every single year because that's passive income. Now imagine if you had 10 of those properties making you $250 or more. That is $2,500 in passive income and $30,000 in passive income every single year. Now I have 30 plus properties and that's how I'm able to afford, you know, and not work a job. I quit my job when I was 37 and I've lived every single day after that without working a J-O-B. But here's the great thing. My business is automatic. My business is absolutely automatic because I actually have other people do the work for me and my properties, they're the ones working for me. And if you check in the description, I actually have a video where I'm gonna show you how to make this real estate investing business automated. It's an automatic investing business. So check in the description for that video. Now, that's passive income. One of my favorite ways, that's how I'm able to live and not have a job at that J-O-B. The second way is equity capture. 
Now we're investors. Investors, we don't buy at full price. We absolutely don't. In fact, I tell all my students, you better not pay full price whatever they're asking for on the MLS. We negotiate. I personally love negotiate. I have my favorite thing to do in this business is negotiate outside of making money. Obviously, I love making money. I love that money coming in, but I love to negotiate. And the reason why I make even more money when I negotiate. So the second way is called equity capture. Equity capture is phenomenal. And the reason why it's phenomenal is let's say the house is worth $150,000. The house is already worth $150,000, but you buy it because you negotiate well, you buy it for $120,000. Now you're not twisting the seller's arm to make them buy it or sell it to you. No, you're absolutely not actually doing that. They don't have to sell it to you or not. They choose to sell it to you for $30,000 less. Now you as an investor, that is $30,000 in equity that you captured and put in your pocket. And for the future, I even teach advanced strategies of pulling out that cash, that equity in the property to buy more rental properties so that we can make even more money. I'll definitely show you how to do that. And so I wanna show you how, in the description, check below, I have a free real estate investing course. If you go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course, it's in the description, get my free real estate investing course. I'll show you how to do utilize all these things and how to negotiate, how to find properties, how to fund properties, how to manage them right. Get that, you absolutely need that. now. Let me jump into the third way that you make money. These are phenomenal. The next one is forced appreciation. Now you've seen these TV shows like the HD TV shows where they flip a house. You know, they buy a rundown house. They go in there, put a lot of money into it, fix it up, and then make it worth a lot more. Now that's somewhat what we do. We're actually mostly what we do, but we don't put like thousands and thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars into properties. We put just enough in the property to make it a good property for tenants to make it rent ready. That's a key term, a crucial term is rent ready. We wanna make sure it's comparable to the other houses on the neighborhood. Now, if we're gonna fix up a house, if we're gonna tear down the entire house and make it the Taj Mahal when every single other house on the block is not, it's like a shack, well, you're not gonna get much more rent than the other shacks. You may be able to get like a you know $100 more, but people don't have that much more money in that area. So with forced appreciation, what we do is we make it rent ready. We fix the paint, or we repaint the entire place. We replace the flooring. We make the lighting fixtures look nice. We put some good money into it to make it nice. And what happens there, let's say we put $5,000 into the property to make it look good. Well, the value of that home, because it is much better of a property, the value itself would go up maybe 15 or 20 or $25,000. You can actually force the appreciation of the property up $20,000 more than you actually put into it. Let's say you buy a property for $100,000. Then you put $5,000 into that property. Then your total that you're into it is $105,000. With that $105,000, you've forced the appreciation up. Let's say now after everything's done, the whole rehab's done, it looks great, an appraiser comes through and says, hey, this house is actually worth $125,000 now. Well, you just force the appreciation up $20,000 in a matter of like maybe a month or two weeks to three weeks, maybe in a month, then you're able to now with that, have a better property, command more rent. And even if you were to sell it, you're gonna make more money. But what we do as investors, we'll pull the cash out. And in pulling the cash out, we will absolutely be able to buy more properties. Now let's go to the next one. Next one is super simple. Everybody knows it. It's called market appreciation. Market appreciation is basically over time, we know the value of homes 
go up steadily over time. We absolutely know that. We see it. We see it all the time. Market appreciation, it works in our favor. Now, our houses, if they are attached to the ground, now, mobile homes are totally different. And I'm not a fan of mobile homes. Check in the description. I have mobile home video. I absolutely want you to watch where I talk about mobile homes, why you should not invest in mobile homes. A house that's actually attached to the ground like a permanent structure, that's called an improvement onto that land. Now, that improvement on the land will actually make the value of the home more. And over time, it'll just keep going up. Even if the property is about ready to fall down, the value keeps going up just because it's attached to the land. Again, the mobile homes, totally different story. Watch the video for that. Now, that's market appreciation. Just over time, it's going to keep going up. Another one that I absolutely love is, and I love all these, they're all great, but another one is tax benefits. Now, the tax benefits are amazing. And everything from if you buy one house, it's already considered a business. Now, that business actually has write-offs, like your cell phone. If you're calling people to check out houses, you're driving places, well, your phone, you can write off that expense or part of it for your business. If you're driving a car, your own car to look at houses, you can write off part of that expense for your business. If you work out of your house, you can write up part of your house for your business. Now, trust your accountant. Don't listen to me. I know uh, what my accountants told me. You need to listen to what your accountant says. But the tax benefits are absolutely amazing. There's also a 1031 exchange. And I, man, I got so many extra videos, apparently. So check in the description for extra videos of this, the 1031 exchange, where I explain everything about 1031 exchange, where you can change your money over and over again. Let's say you sell a house and it's $100,000. Well, you can then not pay tax on it, buy a bigger and better house, you can then defer that tax to the future property and then do that all over again. When you defer the tax again, over and over again, to where almost indefinitely you can keep deferring that tax of selling that house over and over again. And here's the best one out of all of these tax benefits. Depreciation. Depreciation is phenomenal. Now let's say with depreciation, you buy a house for $100,000. Well, over 27.5 years, the IRS will allow you to write off the value of that $100,000 house over those 27.5 years. So after 27.5 years, you actually have the entire amount of that property depreciated. And what that looks like is, let's say you're making $100,000 in income. Well, over those years, let's say $10,000 is taken off of that $100,000. So IRS only shows you making $90,000 and so on and so forth. The more properties you get, the more depreciation, the less it looks like you earn, the less taxes you pay. We know appreciation. We just talked about one. Market appreciation, it goes up but the IRS looks at it as a depreciation or an expense, which is phenomenal for us. We pay less in taxes, but the value keeps going up. Now, I'm gonna tell you, this one's ranking right up there with number one. I absolutely love this. Now, I also have a video on how to do FHA loans. FHA loans are fantastic, where you buy a house with only 3.5% down. Check in the description, again, check in the description for that video. But when you buy it for 3.5% down, if you buy a $100,000 house, that's only $3,500 to buy that house. Now, what's great is that $3,500 is out of your pocket. Totally understand that. But the $96,500 that you owe to the bank plus the interest, both of those are not paid by you. Now, you might physically write the check, but the money is coming from your tenant. Remember, we count all of our expenses. The mortgage, the principal and interest is an expense. We add that up. We pay that towards the mortgage and we don't pay the principal 
or the interest, we have the tenants pay for that house for us. So that's mortgage buy down. So over time, our equity increases because the amount of mortgage that we have is lower. The equity goes up. It just gets better and better and better. So those are the six ways that real estate rental properties makes you money. I want to show you how to do that. Check in the description for my free course, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Subscribe to this channel. I so want to get you so many great things. I want to get you started investing in real estate. You guys are fantastic. I'll see you next time.